Welcome to the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs GSD, the number one podcast for aesthetic and beauty business owners who want to get stuff done and become the entrepreneurs the world needs them to be. Many of you out there are uncertain, overwhelmed, and confused about this thing called business. Where there's uncertainty, we give you comfort. Where there's overwhelm, we create calm. Where there's confusion, we provide clarity. Hope everybody's well. Welcome to uh, Date at Eight. Richard Corpusborn here. Hope you're all good. Uh, hey, Jace, how you doing? Uh, anybody else who's watching, jump in, say hello. Good to hear or see who's around. Um, tonight, we are going to cover off uh, an unusual concept around comfort zones. Um, the reason I say unusual is it's something that, um, you know, gets thrown around an awful lot about, you know, dealing with your comfort zone, dealing with this, dealing with that. Um, the kind of the the mission around uh, us for, you know, this this month really has been around um, pricing and pricing and comfort zones are like this. They are so connected. It is unreal. I think everybody, especially us as kind of entrepreneurs, as entrepreneurs are faced with is fear, right? And stretching ourselves and part of the reason why I even kind of set up the aesthetic entrepreneurs community was to help people through all of this you know the challenges of being an entrepreneur it's not just about you know dealing with pounds shillings and pence although that's massively important it's also about you know dealing with that entrepreneurial mindset where we have time energy and money as our only real assets as, as human beings and you know time is the most valuable one of them um but energy as well, and energy gets sapped, I find, by, you know, being in, in that kind of fear space all the time. And when we're talking about pricing, um, one of the things I find is it's the fear of doing it that actually stops people from doing it. So I put on a little few, a few little bits and pieces about um, comfort zones I wanted to kind of go through with you today. And this is something that has been taught to me over time. And um, it's... It's a part of a process. It's kind of a learning journey, um, taking you through different stages. And the thing with with why we kind of, I mean, we sit in comfort zones is it's this fear of, sorry, this this desire of to feel safe, right? Who doesn't want to feel safe? Who doesn't want to feel secure? Who doesn't want to, um, you know, not have to have to deal with things? And um, you know, great comment here about. Um, I'm just tired of the constant battle of being a business owner right now. And that's, you know, sad to hear. But, you know, um, we can, I'd love to be able to help help on that one and, and see how, see what we can do with mindset. Maybe this will help you today. But it's this, you know, everyone's got a desire to, to be safe, to be secure, and a right to be safe and secure. And that stops us because we kind of know where we are and we know where we want to get to. And But the step after this, comfort zone that we're in and i'll go through these in a little bit more detail right is um fear right fear is immediately out there and it's this fear of the unknown it's the fear of what if everybody asks themselves the same uh, same question right what if what if it doesn't work what if i fail what if this what if that and say you know lack of self-confidence not real belief in what it is we're doing 
Um, procrastination, it's really easy to not do something. It's really easy just to not do it. Um, and then also the opinions of others, you know, well-meaning friend. I wouldn't do that if I were you. I mean, how many times have we heard that? Someone with our best interests at heart saying, I wouldn't do that if I were you. So it stops us from doing it. Now, interestingly, if you move through the fear, then we end up in a new space, which is is learning. And then you're, that's where, you know, things get really exciting because that's when you start to understand what the challenges are, what the problems that we have, how we can move forward. If we know what our goal is, you know, what's at the other end of this, what's at the end of the arrow is where we want to get to. This is where we are right now. How do we get through it? We've got to go through fear. We've got to go through learning. We've got to get into growth. So this fear, fear aspect of things, dealing with the challenges, understanding what it is that we need to, to fix. When we get into that learning aspect, that's when we start to develop skills. And asking people, people whose, whose opinions that we value. And one of the things that I've often found with that whole fear thing is, again, it's massive, this opinions of others. And who you ask. And I would often ask someone whose opinion I value, you're right? And it's someone who I would want to pay or ask for their opinion, not one that's offered to me. So you need to find the people who can help you get with the answers. Extend your comfort zone out a little bit, because the more the time you spend in the learning zone, the easier it becomes. And then you get into growth. And at the other end of all that is your new comfort zone. And it's it's a little bit of a process, but it it's not something that happens automatically. It's not something that doesn't happen happens without you actually doing something it's, it doesn't happen without you actually doing something so so first sort of stage of this while we're in while we're in our sat in our comfort zone and if you're you know struggling with something right now this is the place to start and for me it's just about it's about acceptance okay feel the fear and do it anyway it's a it's actually a book uh, i can't remember the name of the lady who wrote the book but it's a good book actually feel the fear and do it anyway and if you listen, you know, a lot of all of the, um, you know, cliches and quotes and things like that, you know, like definition of courage is feeling the fear and doing it anyway. But you've got to accept that you, it's how you feel, right? You've got to accept it. And there's nothing wrong with accepting it. It's just this is how it is. You felt it. But now you've got to kind of gird your loins to... Um, to, to move forward and how I deal with it because you know like I'm, I'm a human being like everybody else right and I feel all of this a lot, a lot of the time and as a business owner you know it's hard work right it is a challenge is I have my eye on the goal I think about what it is that I'm going to achieve I call it Valhalla right what does Valhalla look like how do you get a load of Vikings to more willingly want to die well they fully believe that what happens in Valhalla is better where they when they are now. So you've got to fully believe that where you're going to is a better place than where you are right now. And it could be, and it probably will be, but you've just got to get through it. So first thing, accept it and then do it. Create the plan. Just do it. Um, because alter, in reality, this is your comfort zone. Uh, sorry, that's, a little, that's cut off a little bit there. Let me see if I can make it a little bit bigger. Uh, do you know what? If I play around with this um, there's a good chance i'm just going to break it so i will read it to you but what it is this is really is where your comfort zone is and this kind of place that you're in that you think is safe isn't right it's on it's on fire it's a bar it's this barren wasteland because you've seen the future you under, un, identify what you want to get to so where you are right now 
is you're not if you're not moving forward, then you are moving backwards. And this here is like, hey, you know what? I'm totally safe. Everything's fine. Nothing to worry about. Truth of the matter is, that's not the case. Your your you know your brain is telling you to stay safe. It's telling you to stay where you are. But the reality of it is, and especially as a business owner, is that if you're not moving forward, you know, if you're not increasing your prices, if you're not out talk, talking to strangers. Because that, you know, that can be a scary thing as well, right? If you want to go out there and get new leads, you've got to talk to strangers and make them friends. Um, it, it, it's a scary thing to do. So everyone says, oh, no, I, you know, I won't bother with doing that. The procrastination hits in, the fear hits in. and But this is a reality, right? Your comfort zone is not a safe place. And if you understand and appreciate that, then literally you've got to make take the step forward. So you take a step forward and you move into your fear zone. And it's like, Shit, I need to do something, but what if? Because it, you know, it's not, it's not the green, pleasant pastures of success. It's just, fuck, you know, I need to do something, but what if it all goes wrong? And my advice is, again, is allow it to happen. Explore it. Explore all of the, the what ifs, the negatives. And you can write them down, you know, you can write down where you are, the comfort zone, you know, what is it that you like about the comfort zone? You know, I'm here, I'm safe, I'm doing this, maybe I'm making more money, blah, 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 blah. And then what is it that's, you know, in between you and the goal? Is oh, what, what if it doesn't work? You know, what's the worst that can happen? What if I fail? What if I lose? You know, you've got to go through this zone in order to get to your learning zone and learning zone is this is really challenging but I'm getting it and this is when you know you're going to make your mistakes it's when you also for me find the right people to ask the right questions I'm not an expert in everything by any means right so there are things that I need to know how to do and one of the biggest mistakes I've made in my life is not asking the right questions of the right people and a lot of time is because I don't know what the question is. The only way you find the question in is if you actually do it. You take the step forward and go, right, I'm going to do this. I'm committed to doing this. Got through the fear and I'm like, right, how do I do this? How do I do this? And that's the right question to ask. How do I do it? Who can I ask? Who's done this before? Who can help me? Who can guide me? That, for me, is in. that's where you're in the right headspace. Because then you're asking the right questions, you're understanding the right things, and you're doing the right things, and you'll test a few things, and they won't work. And, you know, most of the stuff that I do doesn't work. A lot, you know, and it costs, you know, and when it doesn't work, does it cost me money? Yeah. Opportunity? Yeah. Time? Yeah. Energy? Yeah. But the stuff that does work, you have to go through the same process. So it's that whole process of learning how, 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 how. And then you get to the, this bit, the growth, right? And I'm seeing results. And I've skipped a little bit too fast because that little green shoot there is really, really important. Because it, 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 it's, the, it's the one thing that shows you that things are happening. So one saying I've heard, one swallow doesn't make a summer. I hate that, right? Because it's used as really kind of a negative thing. Well, one swallow doesn't make a summer. But it's still one bloody swallow, right? And... You you think, right, I'm going to do this. I've created this new package or this new program. I'm going to launch it. And 
it goes out there and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna, I've got to market, I've got to market, I've got to market, I've got to communicate, talk to people about it. No one's interested, no one's interested. But I did the right things. I asked my clients what they would like. I created this solution to solve their problems and now I'm promoting it. No one's interested. And then bang, you get one. That is it. That's the green shoot. And it shows you that it's working. So then you've got to go and find more people. It helps if you go this way. Then you've got to find more people, more of whatever it is you want. And then you get into growth, which is right. I'm starting to see results. So I'm now going to double down on it. I'm now going to put my focus into it because I've, I've seen that it's going to work. And you get into the growth zone. And, you know, again, that's where things really start to move. You've kind of forgotten about all of the fear, right? The fear zone's way behind you now, way behind you. You forgot about that. And then you get into your into your new comfort zone. This becomes your new comfort zone. And eventually you'll expand out and you'll hit the same place again. It's like, right, I've got to change. I've got to do something. And then you'll hit a new fear zone. Um, and this is the, you know, the, the epitome of the thing is where you are now is often where you dreamed of being. And think about it. It's like where you are right now, that was your, you were scared shitless of getting here at one point. You were afraid of doing these certain things before. And now you're here. So it worked. So you, you know, you have a history of going through your comfort zone and coming out to the other side. A history of doing it. So it, for me, it's about, it's just about maintaining momentum, backing yourself, trusting yourself and allowing yourself to, um, you know, trusting yourself to succeed. So a little bit of, little bit of theory um, and a process that I use with clients to help get through this. Um, and I'll just run through this and then we'll drop into questions and anything like that. So if you've got any questions, you've seen some, seen some popping up, which is fantastic. So please keep them coming. Um, and then what we'll do is we'll go back through um, and I'll address them one by one. So, yeah, please keep the questions coming in or your comments coming. It, it, uh, and if you're getting value out of this, give us a like or a love. You know, I feed off of positivity. Right. So if you're getting if you listen to this, and this is all making sense and you're cool with it. Um, Give us a give us a like. I like them. So moving into theory, right? So there's a process um, called how do I put the right button right? Called orbit, objective, resource, buy-in, implementation, and test. Now I created this or adapted it. It's probably a better word out uh, a few years ago um, when I was working on in software and I was working on um, uh, iConsult system. And it was the assistant is what we used to or what I used to try and understand the development process. And actually, I, it helps me when I'm in my comfort zone. I want to get in that fear zone to fully try and understand what I'm trying to do and what happens. Right. So if you you know grab a pen, bit of paper, or if you're watching this, you can always watch this back a bit later on. But listen, maybe now and then grab a pen, and bit of paper later on and go back through and follow. Because this is basically the secret of doing it. So orbit, objective resource, buy-in, implementation, and test. So first thing, before we get into it, so we're sat in our comfort zone, right? And we're thinking, right, I've got to do this. We've moved into fear. I've got to do this. So the first thing is, well, what is this? What is the objective? What do you want to achieve? So again, as you're um, you know, listening to this, pop in there. What's, what's something that you want to achieve? What's the goal that you want? So it could be... Um, you know, I'd like to increase my increase. I want to increase my revenue. I want to get more time. I want to get more, you know, more energy. I want to do something. There's something you want to get. So first thing I look at is right. Get really clear on the objective. 
I want to achieve this. We I mean, don't need to dig into too much detail about it, but it's getting clear. What is it you want to achieve? I want to achieve this. I want to launch a course to a new type of client. Um, but I, I, th- you know, I think they're they're there, but I'm not sure whether or not I can do it. You know, or maybe I'll just not do it for this. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll leave it on the back burner. Bang. Then you're like, Ugh. but you know, you get into the feelings like, do you know what? I really need to do this. I really want to do this. Let's get on with it. First thing, right? So I want to get get new clients through the door. As one's popped up from Louise, right? Recurring revenue. Fantastic. Let's pick that. So I want to get a recurring revenue stream uh, because that will help me with my business and it help me generate more revenue. Piece of this. Right. Okay. So gain more clients and revenue. Awesome. Right. So now, in, now we're into learning zone, right? Resources. What do I need to be able to achieve it? And there's, um, you know, it's what, what I have, what I don't have. So to gain more clients and revenue, to gain more recurring revenue, gain more money, what have you got? Well, you've got existing services, right? You've got services, you've got skills, you've got treatments, you might have a team, you know, you've got all of these different machines, bits of capital equipment, you've got, you know, products, you've got lots and lots of resources. You've got a lot at your fingertips already. You've got your brain, you know, there's knowledge. So start listing out. It's like, you know, what do I have? But also, what don't I have? So if I wanted to gain more clients and more revenue, do I know where they are? Do I have the skills to be able to target them? You know, and instinctively, you'll know where your gaps are, what your knowledge gaps are, because that's where your fear is. That's the, it's the blind spot. If you knew what to do, why would you be afraid of it? You just get on with it and do it, right? It's like, you know, no one need, you don't need to know how to, how to drive a car. You can probably drive a car. You know how to do it. You've done it hundreds and hundreds of times. But when you're thinking about, right, I need to learn how to pass my driving test. Well, what resources have I got? Well, might not have any. Might have a car. But what do I need to be able to achieve it? Driving instructor. My provisional license, you know. And then, but you, you don't know how to drive a car. If that make if that analogy makes any sense at all, literally just made it up on the spot. I think it works. I'm going to keep that one. So you need to know what you want to be able to achieve it, and then again, you're in your learning zone. Buy in. Next step. Or so buy in. So I think I know what I want to achieve. I've got resources. Have I reflected and shared the idea? And this is where again, it's not looking at the opinions of others, but taking considered, measured advice and guidance from people who have either done it before or know what they're talking about and I have a team of people who I ask advice from you know Jason's on here you know I eat my clients for example I'll often share and reflect an idea with my clients because in the day if I'm creating something for them well then I need to know whether or not they actually want it or not there's a you know lots of brilliant ideas are solutions for problems that no one has the Sinclair C5 for an example, right? Brilliant thing. No one had the problem. You know, it, you could walk faster than you drove. No one plugged in electric things at that time. Great thing. Useless. No one wanted it. So have I reflected and shared the idea with people who will buy it off of me? It's the first thing I'd look at. But then also people who maybe would be, could partner up with me. People who could, you know, who just no business, no pricing, no recurring revenue models, no sales, no lead gen, no finance, no wealth management, no accounting, you know, that's you share the idea. Often some of the fear is, well, if I give my amazing idea away, someone's going to steal it. Trust me, 
no one's ideas are ideas right it's not the idea that has the value it's the implementation that has the value so don't worry about sharing your ideas um i speak openly about my plans because in the buy-in phase i spend quite a lot of time here because i do want to collect information i don't wait until i've got all of it because you waited too long but i do sit a bit of time here create the questions i need to know you know what do i need to know and just think it through then implementation now we're in the growth zone what is my plan what am i doing how am i going to get this how am i going to roll this out what is it i need have i got everything in my resources if i don't do i know where to get it and your implementation your plan is the bit that you're trying to get to because once you've got your plan you can execute it plans for me help mitigate the fear because i can see what i need to do and the gaps that i have okay I think I know how to ask who to ask. I think I've got the information I need, but there's always, you know, the X factor. So for those, those of you like marketing theory, right? Johari windows, what I know, what I don't know, what I know, I don't know. And what I don't know, I don't know. And it's always the, I, what I don't know, I don't know, which continues to have your kind of fear in this aspect of it. But ultimately, if you have a plan in the absence of a better one, that will that's what you do because you'll involve and you'll evolve the plan on the way. You'll evolve the plan on the way. So you've got enough to go. Then we go. And the final one, the T of orbit is test. How will I know when it's successful? So recurring revenue. How do you know when you have created your recurring revenue model? Probably a simple answer to that. Two or three people have bought the same thing multiple times when you get more clients how do you know okay well i've you know i've had x number of leads that have converted into a new paying client which has generated y in revenue so leads appointments procedures sales laps you track it that way so that's a test so you know how you're how you've become successful you know what you needed to do and you've got what you needed to get um some because the thing is if you go don't if you don't do this process if you don't do this orbit process what happens is you're still in the dark and you'll never fully manage the fear. So because you don't know, you haven't had a clear objective. I mean, flip it the other way and imagine if you don't do this. So I don't have a clear objective. I don't really know what I need to help. Um, I haven't asked anybody whether or not I think it will you know, it'll work or not or got any insight whatsoever. Um, I haven't got a plan and I don't know whether or not I'm going to how I'm going to be successful. So, you know, many, many things have half started that way and, and failed. And with this model you're just giving yourself the best opportunity to to succeed the best opportunity to get yourself forward so that's it so that's you know for me that is how how i manage this whole process of going through my comfort zone is how i managed getting from you know red through to green is that kind of process so objective what do i want to achieve that helps me move through fear because the goal, what I want to achieve, you know, the sweet smelling nectar of success, I can, the gates of Valhalla. Okay. I can, I understand what I want to achieve and then resources and buy-in, you know, what do I need? What have I got? What do I need? Have I bounced it off a few people? Have I got some, you know, input from some people who I think, you know, have, will help support on the way and then implementation and test the growth zone. You know, your purpose, set new goals, you're conquering the objectives, you're working through your plan, cutting down the trees, getting your way through, and then you come out the other side. Ah.
all singing, all dancing, happy. And guess what happens then? Do it all again. Yeah, why not? Done it once. Let's keep the momentum going. Let's keep pushing, keep keep pushing, you know? Nothing on says you just do it once and then, like, you know, home, for t- home in time for tea and medals. Have a chat. Yep, I'm really pleased how that went through. That was That was a success. Quite happy with that. Go again. Happy with it. Go again. Useful. Useful. Helpful. So what we'll do is I will... Let's just pop through some of the questions. So, um, so that's the end of the content for Data 8. I hope you're enjoying it. So now I move on to the Q&A. Um, and this will give you a little bit of a taste on how we coach. Sarah, I think it says, yeah, tried, tired of the constant battle of being a business owner right now. It, yeah, it, it's being a business owner is... It is tough. It's it's challenging, right? It's if it was easy, everyone would do it. Um, I'm full of cliches, you know. It was oh god, are we another one? It, it's true though. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Sometimes a business model can take y- years to settle down. Um, you know, especially entrepreneurs is four years old. I still I'm still working it out. If I'm honest, I'm still trying to work out how to serve people better. I'm still trying to work out how to generate more revenue from it. Still working out how to get more reach. I'm still working out. How to adjust the you know the model, what courses, what programs to run, you know. So it can take it takes time to settle down, and you need fortitude, obstinance. I think it's probably another one, and vision. And you know you've got that bags of that. Um, it's just the implementation, um, and having your eye on the prize. The goal is what for me keeps keeps you getting out of bed every morning putting up with all of the shit, dealing with all the hassles, the people, you know, cloning your Instagram account and peddling crypto to your mates, you know. Yeah, you want to throw the towel in a lot of times, but if you did, what would happen if you did? <sighs> no. Yeah, exactly. You're like, no, God, I can't do that. Um, Louise, I've just put my prices up and I was worried, but they needn't have worried because my clients have been expecting it. So again, that fear, the fear zone, just what... Fear of the unknown, fear of what could be, uh, fear of what will be, creating outcomes in your mind before you've even done the thing. The human brain is an amazing machine, but it doesn't know everything. And, um, you know, really proud that you did that and you took those steps forward because, you know, it's a conversation I'm having a lot over and over again about this, about, you know, price increases and things like that. And, you know, there's a lot of fear out there for it, but you, you know, you, you did it. Well done. Um, recently gone VAT registered with a full-time member of staff. Fast forward two months, staff member resigns. I'm now flying solo. VAT registered, lost my oomph, thinking something's going to drop out of the sky as a solution. Yeah, I believe they call that hope as a strategy. Um, now, what you lost your oomph. Get that. Absolutely get that. If you start, if you put a, the plan together and start to execute the plan, Will that not feed energy back into you in your business? If you were to think of, you know, creating something to launch, and I know you were part of the business builder, so we've been through that that part that process. But getting launches for me put energy in the business, and they don't have to be big fanfare things. They can be relaunches of stuff, but it's just putting energy back into it, getting excited about it. I've created this amazing thing to help all you guys on your own goal, you achieve your own goals or solve your own problems. And I can't wait to get it out there for you because it's really exciting. Puts energy into it and people will feed off it and go, oh yeah, this is really great. Again, 
at this time of year, everyone's a bit flat. You know, I'm sat here doing data eight and it's dark outside. It's clocks go back, not too well forward, is it? Spring forward, fall back. Yeah, back uh, in the not too distant future. And it's going to be dark at five o'clock. Everyone's got to adjust to this. So it's going to take a little bit of time. Seasonality is a thing. So don't feel bad that you may be a little bit low energy right now, but it will come back. All of these things will pass. So my rec- advice would be go with a launch, stru- schedule it for early October and just go. Best plan you've got, go for it. Um, so what if it does work? Exactly, right? What if it does work? What if it does work? Okay, uh, I've got a plan in my mind, but the cost to the client is high and I can't bring myself to have the conversation to invite them on board. That's an interesting one. So that for me comes down to buy-in. So have you have you tested, and it's great to get the answer from with you here, have you tested this with any of your prospective clients? Have you done a focus group of one? Again, I often do this. I think but this is what I want to do because when you say the costs are too high, is that an assumption or is that fact? Have you spoken to people? Have you looked at ways in which you could make it more affordable? You know, is it something that could be put out on a payment plan? Is it something that could be spread out over time? Um, don't assume that it is if you've, and again, don't just take one person's advice. See if you can get two or three of your clients. See, I'm thinking about doing this. I know you guys have this problem and this is what I've created for it. And I think it'll achieve this. And I'm looking around this as a price point. What do you think? And just see what happens. Listen to the reaction. You've not committed to anything. Um, you just, you know, I'd love to ask your advice. Is that okay? A lot of people would be really pleased that you've asked. Oh, yeah, no, oh, that's great. And then you do bring it to market and they feel more engaged in, in um, you, yeah, you feel more engaged in the solution. So, okay, so yeah, goals, recurring revenue to gain more clients and gain more revenue. Fantastic. Um, one of my patients suggested I share out my uh, heating, hearing bill, heating bill as a tax just while it's winter. What? I'm not sure I follow what you mean. Uh, perhaps, uh, could you elaborate on that one a little bit? I'm, uh, one of my patients suggested I share out my heating bill. I'm going to assume that's heating bill uh, as a tax, just while it's winter. I mean, do you mean as in just put, put your prices up a bit over winter and then drop them back down again? Um, yeah, it'd be great if just elaborate on that one a little bit for me. Others have said, I'm surprised you haven't raised your prices sooner. So there we go. So, um, so now you're in the process of uh, your next planning out your next uh, pay uh, heat uh, price increase, um, or creating something else that's going to generate some more revenue. Um, not getting any bookings and having to do agency nurse shifts to keep my head just above water. Okay, so um, why are you not getting any bookings? That's a, just a straight up question, right? You answer the question. Answer it. Why do you think you're not getting any bookings? Um, so this is in your, you know, in, we're in the fear zone here. You you're, you're take the step into the learning zone. Fear. I've got to do agency shifts because I haven't got any clients. So learning zone. Why are you not getting any clients? What ha- What's happened? What has changed? Have you been consistent in your marketing? Have you spoken to any of your clients to find out what's going on, why they're not coming in? Get your head in the learning zone. What's going on? Um, why? What's the challenges that they're having? that you're having to, um, to, to to deal with. Bleh, winter is coming. You know nothing. Those of you who have not met my wife, Amy, this is my wife, Amy. Um, 
normal no no picture because winter is coming. Oh no, sorry, forgot because of uh, the Queen mourning, of course. Um, anyway, right, okay. Um, I'm kind of doing it already, but I haven't put packaged it up and put it out as a program. Okay, so is that a, is that a solution? Package it up, put it as a program, and just yeah, just dip, just just get into the, again back into the learning zone, right? Ask your clients thinking about doing this. If I did this, this, and this, would you be interested? Yeah, great. Just there's no, don't be afraid of asking people, especially your clients, for advice. I do it all the time. Just ask Louise. Louise is one of my clients, right? I do it all the time. Just bounce ideas off them because it's the end of the day. If I'm solving a problem for someone, it's people like Louise who I'm, and you guys who I'm solving it for. So if I don't ask you, what, I'm 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 really not mitigating much risk here. I'm assum- I'm assuming a lot, and I've done that in in my career quite a few times. And every single time I've done that, it's test. It's not worked, and it's cost me a boatload of money. So um, yeah. Think about it. Okay, this is my plan. I've made a list of clients I think would be potentials. And I'm going to run it by them for their views. And yes, offer it to be paid in chunks. There you go. So you've just gone from learning into growth in literally seconds. Now you're starting to pull the plan together. So you can get a little bit more strategic in that one. And put your list out into a spreadsheet. Put what you expect what they, you know, maybe you can look at that list of potential clients and what they're currently paying, and then what the what that new package would be, and then look at the percent or potential revenue increase between the two numbers, and then that's to get you a bit excited because, like, oh wow, you know, if I execute this plan on the other side of this, I could generate X in revenue. You know, put a cold a number on it because ultimately that's what you're after. You, know, if you're after revenue and new clients, make it look real, right? If you want, I want X. How many new clients do you want? Yeah. Put some new clients out, you know, put it out there to the world. Um, spelling, yes, just put prices up to help with increasing bills, etc. Yeah, nah, they ain't gonna work. Um, I, I love the sentiment behind it, but I just, it's just, it's not realistic. Um, because there is, there's so much wrapped up in behind all of that, like, you know, your, your taxes. Um, yeah, it's, it's not as straightforward as that. And also, you know what? Just, put them up um that's again a little bit of fear there i'll just nudge them up over the winter to help me pay for my heating it's not about that it's not about paying for your heating it's about managing you as a business owner value fair exchange again jason talks an all lot about fair exchange so this is the service you're providing and this is what they're paying there's got to be a balance to it if you've increased your learning over, I mean, when was the last time you put your prices up, right? So if you've, if your prices from your suppliers gone up, are they going to put them back down again after the winter? Uh, no, they're not. So your prices are going to remain high. It's, it's, it's a lovely sentiment, but, um, it's not going to work. And you don't need to apologize for the spelling, by the way. I apologize in advance for swearing. Um, I'm a new business, only opened in June, so I haven't had many clients. Okay, that's full. Well, well done. You know, congratulations for joining the, 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 the aesthetic entrepreneurs. Congratulations for taking that big, bold step. I reckon there was a whole heap of fear in that, wasn't there? You know, comfort zone, moving out, doing all of this. Um, gives you some comfort. You know, you're in a market that's growing. It's normalizing. I think at the moment is a bit of a squeeze. It will expand out again. 
It did it in 2009, 2008, 2009. It will expand out again. It's just a weird time. I speak, you know, I, I do a lot of business owners in this space and everyone's saying the same thing. Leads are down right now. Um, combination of seasonal change, probably a combination of that plus what's going on in, you know, in the world at the moment with the, you know, lying at the um, period of mourning. It's energy, right? You, we're all connected. We're all human beings. We're all connected at a certain level. So allow it to happen. But in this time, you create your plan. How are you going to get more clients through the door? That's now you're in the learning zone. It's like, right, I opened up in June. Again, congratulations, right? It's June, July, August, September, October. So so four, five months in, right? So you've got to go hard, right? There, there is no substitute for it. You've got to go for it. You're in the 0 to 60 pit bit, right? The, I need, you need to get 10 to 20 clients in through the door as quickly as possible and good clients and regular clients. Where you do that, meaningful, understand what their challenges are, understanding what their goals are, understand who your ideal client is and communicate to them in a way that pulls them to you. No offers, don't start selling cheap, just understand who your ideal client is, what their goals are, what their challenges are, then create something that solves their problems and go and tell them about it and tell them about it as often as you can in as many places as you can. Um, there's um, a business builder um, program that I have created. We ran it um, last month. Brilliant. Got loads of loads of great energy and feedback from it. And I'm actually turning that into a program. So when that's ready, I think that will be perfect for you. It'll be perfect for you. Um, I've got it all on paper. Just feeling a block with shouting about it. Sod it. I'll do some live starting tomorrow and start chatting about it and putting it out there. Yes. Amen. We're in the growth zone. Look at that. 40 minutes and we've already, we've, we're saving souls, right? So again, be wary of that word chat. Uh, be wary of the word chat. We chat a lot in, in the UK. Don't mistake chat for sales, right? You've got to create a sales process and environment to sell. We have lots of chats, you know. Um, you've still got to put a bit of sort of, bit of, bit of, uh, formality around it so opportunity to buy so you know structure your structure the conversation of, ahead of time have a think about it so it's like uh you know hey uh, i know you have this problem um i've created this solution and i thought of you would you like to come in and have a book a consultation it's got to be a call to action at the end of it it's got to like come in and have a chat about it you know come in and have a chat about it it's fine um, I would recommend doing that, you know, and it's a nice, easy way of, of saying it. You know, I created, I understand you have this problem. I created this solution and I thought of you and do that on the phone, ring them up and you'll get an answer. You'll get a, yeah, yeah, I'll come in or uh, maybe I'm not ready or no. And then you get that. Move on, move on, move on. Uh, okay. I never really announce price increases. Tesco's don't. I hear this a bit actually. It's, it's true, right? I mean, um, Tesco's don't, Waitrose don't, Sky send you an email. My my favourite one recently is the Disney email of Hi Rich, how you doing? This is not actually what they wrote. It'd be cool if they did write it like this, but I'm paraphrasing, right? Hey Rich, how you doing? Uh, we know that you are enjoying uh, our content, and here's a list of the stuff that you've watched recently. I'm like, yeah, that's true, it's all good. Um, and uh, yeah, you love it so much, but we're putting your price up by thirty percent. Um, if you aren't happy with that, you can click here and cancel your account. 
All the best, Disney. That was it. It was like, well, okay, there's not much I can do about that. They have a different business model to you. Tesco's have a different business model. Waitrose, Aldi, Sky all have a different business model. We are SMEs. We're small to medium enterprises. Um, and I think we have a much more intimate relationship with our clients than these guys do. Okay, they're, they're just, they're, they're on scale. That's why, you know, they can afford to provide all this content for the price they do. They've got scale. I would be wary of doing, of just not of putting your prices up across the board. I think it should always be done strategically. Um, I, I talked about that in, there's a, um, article I did in Aesthetic Medicine, Aesthetic Journal rather, which is in, in, um, the AE group. Um, it's in the file, in the files bit. Um, I did a quick Instagram live on it today and that's in the group as well. Um, and I'm at CCR and I'm going to be talking about the same thing, but I'll talk about it now is I have to do it strategically because I don't think you need to raise your prices across the board. I think you need to look at your client base, analyze it, and then look at who is going to be affected by it and where you can push, what levers you can pull. You may find that your top clients, that quintile one, your VIP group, you might want to isolate it, isolate them from it completely because they're your best clients, right? And they're, you know, you're, they're okay. There might be a group further down who's there's a bit of commonality. They're all having the same kind of treatment. So you might want to group those together as a package and put that out and give that a slightly higher price. Because if you're grouping pro uh, products together under a kind of a program, then you're breaking the price barriers per product down. So you're selling a service and add some value to it, put a brand on it, and it doesn't matter what you price it at. You can increase it that way. And then when you get further down to your kind of smaller customers, then yeah, you know, some of them might just want to send an email and then some of them you may not want to communicate to. But I think also it's a great opportunity to talk to your entire client base about what's going on in the business, what's going on in the world. And remember, sell value to them. Sell the value to value to them. Um, plus, we are in Mercury retrograde, a time of letting shit go. I did not know that. Um, but yeah, per, yeah, that makes absolute sense. It makes absolute sense. Um, Chris, do some lives, show them who you are, build trust. Absolutely. It's getting out there and talking to your clients. You, people buy with, from people that they trust. They talk to those who know, they engage if they like them and they buy if they trust you. So go and do some Facebook lives, right? Just go and do some Facebook lives. Got aesthetic medicine right here, right now. That's awesome. I'm still waiting for my copy and I wrote a bloody article. I'm, you know. Sitting there eagerly waiting for the post box to come. Nope, nothing. So I'll be having a word with Ellie tomorrow. Let's look copy, man. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we let them know when prices increase, allowing the existing clients to buy packages at the old price. That is perfect. That's, again, that's applying strategy to it. It's not just an arbitrary price rise. It's, you know, yeah, exactly. Letting your existing clients know that if they want to buy in or book an appointment right now, um, we'll honour your old price. Otherwise, in you know, first of November, our prices are going up um, across you know across the board or whatever. So yeah, so so to summarise, right? I think you know, first thing is you know, feel the feel the fear, accept it. You know, there's no point trying to pretend that we're not human beings. You know, we have it. It's adrenaline. It's you know, yeah. What is it's your um, amygdala is it your amygdala yeah, yeah going a bit mental and just like you know trying to protect you and trying to keep you safe and but we've got to apply thinking to it our cerebral neocortex our 
uh, our human part of the brain, the most recently developed part of it that has all language and thinking and co concept and music and art and all those sorts of elements in it, into all of this, the creative side of it. Because again, I honestly, I think this is a great opportunity to be creative. It's a great opportunity to think a bit outside the box. It's a great opportunity to actually connect a bit deeper with your clients. Um, you know, Tesco's don't really give us toss whether or not you actually like, you know, what's going on. It's just like they know you got to, you know, they know you got to eat, right? So, and if you live ten minutes away from Tesco's and twenty minutes away from Asda, you're going to get Tesco's. Um, you know, so that's that's kind of their model simple as that whereas we have a slightly different relationship with our clients you know we have to we, we talk with them you know we engage with them um so we've got to deal with them one-to-one -one. but yeah it's a great opportunity to kind of really engage and, and get to know them as well so i hope that's been useful for you um and um yeah you know ae if you if you've got something from it and and um you like what we're doing let someone else know you know we're bringing the group up um follow the instagram um check out the emails i send out um interesting change in way i'm doing things because of the pillaging of my instagram account um be using email a little bit more so I hope you guys don't mind about that but i'll be sending you know emails out to you just letting you know what's going on in the ae world i've got a few courses and programs i'm building up at the moment uh which will be going through the website i'll be launching them in early august um again changing faces uh if you can get a copy, get a printed copy from uh, Amazon, it's like, I think, 11 quid. Um, if you want a digital copy, let me know. I will happily send you a digital copy, you know, no charge. I really, you know, I, I just want as many people to kind of follow the process that I talk about as possible. Um, a lot of information's in here, the journey of what happened, how AE was created, some of the major balls up I've made, uh, all in, in here. Um, and if you've already got a copy and you've read it, I would absolutely love it if you would leave a review for me. I'm going to put the link to um, the Amazon uh, page in this chat. And actually, I'll probably send an email out as well. But I honestly, I'd love it if you would leave a review. Um, it's looking a bit sparse at the moment. That's not because I've really I've not really talked about it. Um, and if you're if you are struggling, you know, if there's anything that you need, we're here for you, you know. Sometimes we charge, sometimes we don't. That's down to me. And I'm pointing in the right direction of something that will help you um, get through what it is you need to get through, get to the next stage uh, and, and build the business that you want to build. Because that's what that's what I'm here for. That's what I do. Um, and frankly, I love it. So I hope uh, you guys have a great weekend, whatever it is you're up to. Um, I don't actually know what I'm up to. Um, probably not much. Probably working. Make building something to help you guys. That's probably Subscribe now for tips, insight, and stories to enhance, empower, educate, and elevate your business to new heights.